And at some point, the discomfort of not doing it became bigger mm. than the discomfort of doing it. That's what it felt like. I and I just that. felt if you talk about fulfillment and that, you know, that's what at least what I aim for all the time to keep growing and to have a life that fulfills me. At some point, the calling starts to be so deep that you're not fulfilled anymore in what you do. And then there's basically it almost feels like there's no other choice mm. if you want to keep having a fulfilling life. That's what it feels like. Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast, the podcast for new ways of leading and doing business. No more separation between money, power and leadership and being a deeply spiritual human being. Seeing in the Dark is about walking paths that have not been walked before and truly making a change in a world in which old ways are crumbling. My name is Nicole Nima Costeres, CEO of a multiple six-figure soul-based business and here to take you into the mysteries of purpose, power, intuition and soul-based leadership. May you embody your own unique essence so deeply that your vibration naturally teaches, inspires and assists others. Let's dive in. Welcome to a new episode of the Seeing in the Dark podcast. My name is Nicole Nima Costeras, and today I am here with Francis Sofia. I met Francis Sofia a few years ago already by now, and she is a beautiful priestess, mentor, tantric body worker. She offers retreats in Egypt for both men and women, and she offers one-on-one -on -one mentorships where you can connect to the freedom that you are so that you can and live your full essence. And the reason why I invited Francis today here on this podcast is because I saw a post from her and this post really just it just rang through. And for over the weeks that followed, I was all the time, wow, this post, this post, I feel that it wants to become an episode and to talk about this topic. Because in this post, Francis Sofia was talking about manifesting anything you want or your life is set in stone. That duality of like, is your life set in stone or can you manifest anything you desire? And I find it a super fascinating topic. So welcome, Francis. I'm super excited to dive in. How are you feeling? Wow. Thank you so much <laughs> for this introduction and for having me. Yeah, just even hearing the title of the podcast, it's also for me, it's like about what I wrote, but it's a huge topic in my life in general. And I love to speak with it and to, to work with people on this topic. So I'm really excited to dive in. So thank you. Yeah. And actually, I would love to invite you to read this post so that all the listeners can also know what we are talking about, what mm. you shared that day. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have it here. So I wrote on manifestation and self-mastery. What intrigues me in this subject is the knowing that, yes, we create our own reality. And yet, everything that happens to you, every person you meet, is meant to be in your reality and was already meant to happen all along. So how does that work? That seems contradictory, right? Did I manifest this? Or was it already meant to happen? This morning, I had a picture coming through in a meditation. I saw myself and in my field, in my space, I felt and saw a presence of someone entering that field. And that person felt fully aligned and resonating to my truth and essence in this moment. 
And then the knowing dropped that, yes, everything that happens in life was meant to be. And we do have the free will. And through our free will, we are able to create our reality. How? So the more I step into my sovereign truth and embody my deepest essence, I fill my whole field and space with this energy. And the more I attract that which resonates with that energy, the more I can intuitively sense that which is already written for me and intentionally manifest it. Because that which is already written for me, and for all of us basically, is for our highest evolution. So if I embody more and more of my highest truth and I manifest from that place, the more I align myself with that timeline of my highest evolution that was always already written. What I attract and what comes to me resonates on the same kind of energy of what I stand in. So if I stand in my highest truth available to me right now, because I believe it's always evolving, it creates a reality that feels more blessed, filled with more beauty, wonder and abundance because I become what I dream of. And so my being magnetizes that which aligns to that. And the last part, every detour that I take was also a timeline that was already written to let me grow and at some point end up choosing the timeline for my highest evolution. So all of them are in the end timelines for your highest evolution. Which one you take and how many detours you take is up to you. Mm, I love it. (laughs) I love it. I love how you made that distinction between manifesting on command, like manifesting anything we desire and everything is already set in stone. And I remember when I was a teenager, when I started to explore like personal development and manifestation and was diving into my emotional world, I remember I bumped into The Secret. It was a long time ago. And the secret was like, it was such a wild discovery for me because I remember days where I started to test the secret, right? It's like I started to test and said, today I want to meet a blue butterfly, for example. And I started to practice manifestation with these very random things. I feel curious because I want to unpack that a bit more. Like, how does that actually work? Because I did have experiences where I said, I want to meet a ladybug today. And then I would meet a ladybug today, right? Okay. And I was I was contemplating as you were uh, sharing this post. I was contemplating how is it possible that I meet a ladybug on that day? Because I really resonate with what you share. I don't believe we can randomly manifest anything we want. I feel there needs to be like a soul resonance with the things that we desire. If I now randomly would say, I want to manifest a computer company and I don't really have that in my soul's blueprint, I don't believe I will manifest that. And I had that also at the beginning of my business, at the beginning of the journey where I felt I want to manifest a full massage practice. And for like a few years, I was massaging people and I was feeling I'm going towards that, but it never manifested that I had that full, fully booked massage practice. And I started to realize that, yes, we can manifest that ladybug because I believe that life wants to show us you have power, you have choice, you can manifest. And I believe that's why we sometimes can manifest these random things. But then also I could feel with this massage practice, hey, it's not fully in my little Nicole personality's control how my life unfolds in each moment, right? So I feel curious, what what is the, like, where did that whole manifestation journey started for you? Mm. Do you remember? Mm. Beautiful. 
Yeah, good question. I thought about it because I feel like I can't really pinpoint one moment, but I think I always grew up somehow with this. I grew up, my parents are Dutch, but I grew up in Italy because they were traveling a lot and they had, they created their dream where they started an organic farm in, in Italy. That's where I grew up. So I also grew up with a lot of ideals around living with nature and organic and conscious lifestyle and my parents pursuing a dream. So I think the seed was always there in that sense to this knowing somewhere that you can follow your dreams and your truth. And I feel for me, it started when when I started traveling more. First, I did some some little travels and then I went to Mexico for an internship when I was studying. And at some point, I ended up in a community in France where I met all these like open-minded people that were living all these like completely different kind of life than I thought was possible. So it, it opened my mind a lot to meet different cultures, to get to know different places and basically to step out of the unknown, step out of the known into the unknown and opening my mind a lot. And then I started traveling for a really long time. Actually, the past 10 years, I've been moving a lot and living in different countries. And I just opened my mind to different possibilities. And it taught me to more and more discover that I have an inner voice. I have an an intuition. I have an inner feeling and that I can follow this. And when I follow these things seem to fall into place um, somehow that I wasn't able to think with my mind but I felt something. I felt a pull towards something or I felt a yes very clearly towards something without understanding why. Mm. Um, So more and more daring to follow that. I don't think we all have to travel to to have these experiences, but it is easier when you step out of the frame of something that you know. It makes it, does make it easier, I think. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I also fully feel that. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So you st- you traveled a lot and that's what helped you realize that you have these intuitive whispers, these intuitive pools and yeses that I also love to talk about as resonance, right? It's like our resonance vibrates with something and we feel, yes, this direction right now. And how did you learn to understand the difference between manifesting on command or is my life set in stone? Like, where did you start to contemplate that question? Mm, I think I I remember also I watched The Secret. This was also one of the first times that I read about this possibility of manifesting. And more and more as I traveled around the world and more and more as I started to follow this resonance, I was able to to feel this feeling within myself. But what I also started to learn by my experiences during these travels and also by diving more into modalities like uh, yoga, massaging, energy work, tantra, exploring a lot into these fields, I feel like I started to understand more that it's a about the the resonance and the resonance it's for me it's also about it's an energetic so I started to often see that I had a desire or something that I wanted to manifest and then it would manifest in a different form than what I thought but then if I was in that situation and I looked back I thought actually that's what I wanted to manifest it just came out in a different form and I think that's what you also mentioned before when it was our little mind our human mind that thought that oh I want this so it should look like that but then actually life I find so many times have something so much bigger 
in yes. mind for you. If you are able to let go of that control in a way of how it should look like. And that's, I feel that's really a process of, yeah, letting go of control, trusting this resonance and also trusting life that when you do follow the resonance, you will receive what is for your highest evolution. It just may look like something different. But when you're yes. able to see, when you're able to see that it's for your highest evolution, it's always a gift, I feel, even the challenging things yeah. in life. Yeah. I love that. I love that because I think here also what comes in is our choice for what perspective we take on when something happens, right? Because I could have gone into like a really sad place when my massage practice wasn't working out, so to speak. I could have gone into like, see, it doesn't work. My purpose is not working when yeah. actually life had such bigger plans for me. Because yes. if I'm honest, massage was actually really challenging for me because I was like a sponge, like taking all the emotions of people and like feeling really drained and heavy after massages quite often. So it was really not meant to be to do that work for a long time. But I could see how doing that work taught me so much about feeling other people's energy. It taught me so much about how to charge money. It taught me about how to work with a client, how to, yeah. I don't know, how to be in connection with them. And so I could see that there's nothing wrong that went wrong by me going exactly. into the direction of massage. There were actually specific lessons that I was meant to take from that. And when that was completed, life opened up a new direction for me, which was mediumship trainings. And I think what I see a lot is that when people feel like they're not finishing the direction that life was guiding them into in the first place, that they think something is wrong. But actually, when I look back over the last, what is it? Like I was massaging like 12 years ago by now, I think. When I look back, everything that happened from then, there was such an intelligence at work. I feel every direction that I studied, every project that I created, every event that I organized, there was a deeper intelligence seeing the full picture all along because I can see how it makes sense like you said like it seems like everything just starts to fall into place the more we follow our resonance the more things can start to fall into place in our lives and then I have to acknowledge that there was a bigger picture all along because how yes. else could it fall into place with such perfection yes and there still is I believe all the time there is this higher intelligence at work and yes what I also love about what you say is that it does take the courage too. You needed the courage to let go of this massage practice dream in order for the next step to unfold. And that's what I do meet still all the time. And I feel like it's still a part of this journey is also meeting that also discomfort or insecurity yes. or fear when you step again into a, a new phase, a completely unknown of where it's going to take you, but you feel it, yes. you feel something is finished and you need to move on. And it takes, yeah, it takes the devotion or the courage to make that choice too. Yeah. Yeah. So you shared two things. You said one thing that really helped you is to practice letting go of control. 
when it comes to following resonance and trusting the deeper intelligence that is guiding us. And then also now you said you need the courage to be with discomfort, with the discomfort of when your inner guidance is again shifting in direction. And I see also then, I think that this discomfort has to do sometimes also with, oh, what will other people think? At least for me, that was a lot of the time. I thought, oh, I'm starting to become (laughs) confusing for my audience. Like they must think like oh wow Nicole is a masseuse oh now she is a coach oh now she works with art oh now she is a medium oh now she is a business coach (laughs) but actually it's I believe that the deeper intelligence of life works in this way that it weaves that it weaves through all these different methods and modalities and directions so it can create your unique body of work your unique lifestyle your unique way of living and for me there is so much magic in that and I also notice when I tend to get stuck in one a lot like for example the last two years I've been working a lot with business mentoring and I notice that now life is calling me back to include also again more the temple work because actually that's where I was working the most before COVID hit and everything so I can feel like oh I kind of landed there and now I feel like oh yeah I see the temples coming back again and it doesn't mean I will not do business mentoring anymore I love that I can do it all right like I I really believe especially for the multi-passionate women who are listening and I know you are one of them as well that there is a core vibration that we send out underneath all those different modalities and all those different directions and we can trust that we can trust that we can fully embody our essence and all the different flavors that live in there and the more we embody our essence the more our unique vibration will naturally teach and inspire and assist others yeah yes yes i love that yeah. I feel curious how that is for you because you're also quite a multi-passionate woman. Mm, yes. Yeah. And I recognize so much what you say that a big part of it is, oh, what would others think? And for me, a big part of the journey is also showing myself my true self to the world so that's also like an ongoing unfolding journey as you say because there's so many multiple passions that live inside of me and that want to be expressed yeah so I've I've been on this journey I'm massaging now already about eight years I think and the past two years more since COVID also I started to to explore other other ways to offer my work so I've been yeah I've been for for a long time interested in in my own personal development development and opening my mind my consciousness working with with energy with with tantra with sexual healing all these things but for a long time I've been doing them for myself let's say um Mm. and the past years it starts to to open more I start to open more and to to bring my offers into the world so for me it's also a journey of trying and failing sometimes or trying and finding out oh, this was not really what worked for me or this is not really what I resonate with so also that is part of the journey I feel and I've always felt actually that I love massaging but I also always felt like I feel like I'm I feel resonating or I feel called to bring work that brings people into deeper layers of their being. I feel like I'm called to bring people in the same, in a, in a transformation process like I went through myself. Mm-hmm. The whole journey of going 
inwards and finding my truth and my essence and finding the, the strength and the courage to follow that uh, and to bring that more into the world in whatever form. It doesn't mean mm. you have to go and work with it, but to feel like you are completely yourself in the life that you live, however that looks like. Mm. So the past years, the, the work that I offer, the retreats and the workshops and mentorships, trajectories, they are involving a lot of that inner inner work yeah. and and the tantric body work that I offer I feel it's very closely linked to that too because in that work I help people to dissolve or to release emotional blockages that are stored inside the body and to mm. reconnect to the sexual energy the life force energy that we all have within which is which is our biggest creation force basically which is can be our fuel from which we live our life and it doesn't it's not only an energy that is used or uh, that can be used only during intimate moments or sexual moments with a partner but also within yourself and as a fuel of of living your truest life so if you're yeah. really passionate about that yeah beautiful beautiful mm. yeah so what would you say to the ones who are listening that feel like oh i i am like struggling with this question of like can i manifest anything i desire or is my life set in stone like what what would you say to them mm, a beautiful question well what i feel as a what if what i found to be true for myself at least is that when i feel like i want to manifest something especially when my mind already created a picture around it it's more more so about how that situation or thing that I want to manifest made me feel. So mm. whenever I feel I'm longing for something, I try to tune into what is the deeper layer of what is underneath there? Why is it Why is it that I want that situation or that person? How would I feel if I have that? And then to, in that way, to to get to the, the core of it of like, okay, actually, let's say I want to, I want to <laughs> manifest a car, but why do I want a car? Because the car gives me the freedom to move here and there because the car allows me to go easily to visit friends and feel connected to my tribe and you know so it's about a sense of freedom let's say so if i can mm -hmm. understand better what what the essence is about i can i feel i can make more conscious choices in the little things in my life that would offer me a sense of more freedom for example mm -hmm. um so what i would say also to people with this question is Mm, yeah, definitely practice or train yourself to to go more inwards inside of yourself, to take more moments more regularly, even just a few minutes a day to just connect to yourself, which means if you've never done it before, it's just as simple as sitting down, taking away all distractions, closing your mm -hmm. eyes and just feeling your body for a moment. And actually reconnecting to your body is, to me, one of the biggest tools of accessing that intuition that resonance because your body knows when something feels good or when something does not feel good your body yes. really doesn't lie so the more you develop a practice of, of being in tune with your body and hearing your body's voice the more you will develop your intuition and your compass your knowing of which direction to move mm. to in every mm -hmm. little step in even in the day in the morning like you can step away from the pattern of having coffee in the morning and asking yourself your body this morning oh do I want tea or coffee and ask your body and maybe your body says coffee but maybe your body says tea and you know like it's you can do it in a very simple small things mm -hmm. um you can develop this this muscle let's say of of hearing oh, yeah. your inner voice your resonance yeah. 
Beautiful. Because I think when I was was studying the secret when I was a teenager, there was a moment where I started to see a certain, what I experienced, like superficial a bit. Like it was all about luxury and manifesting that like luxury home and that, you know, like there was a lot of like, for me, it felt a bit empty sometimes. And I think this can be one of the traps when we focus uh, our lives too much, like manifesting all we desire and manifest your dream life and, you know, like. Yes. Um, if we don't take our soul along and like you said that deeper like the deeper connection to how it will make us feel because I believe in the end it's not that million dollar home that will bring us the fulfillment it's not that beautiful car or it's not that although they can be included I'm definitely someone that also you know teaches on embracing abundance financially but I don't believe that that's where our true fulfillment will come from because when you manifest that luxury car then the next thing will come that you want to manifest and the next thing and the next thing and before you know it you're in this hamster wheel of needing to manifest in order to be happy and so I believe that that's what I love and what I heard you say that it's in the end it comes down to that deeper resonance in the soul like where you start to embody more of your essence that that's where true fulfillment and true success lie like for me success is the extent to which you can embody your own essence you know mm, to yes. the extent to which you can truly be yourself truly be in connection with your soul's blueprint or your soul's vibration however you want to call it that's where I always find the deepest fulfillment and then resources kind of naturally flow in from there as well mm. so I think one of the things that I would say to people that made me feel stuck in manifestation or manifestation doesn't work for me or yeah to connect to that deeper sense of how would I like to feel in my life and what decisions do I then want to make from there um, because if we would lean all the way to the other end where your life is set in stone and I'm just surrendering and leave it all up to life that's also a very passive way I feel I do believe that there is some interaction conversation needed with life to you know to make that decision in discomfort to go into that direction that life wants you to go in so yes. it's a really rich topic a really yes. big topic also a really yes. big topic but yes, I also ongoing. it is ongoing and, <laughs> and also it keeps course correcting like I also feel yeah. that like every so many months or so many years there is a slight course correction because now here is where there is the most to learn and to give I feel curious to because I heard you say like following your resonance but I also want to talk a little bit about the visions because we're also at the beginning of the year and I think a lot of us are tuning into what does 2023 look like for us what do we want to manifest or create in this new year one thing I noticed that the more I started to follow my resonance in my life the more the visions that come to me were actually the ones that are already set in stone on the timeline that I'm already walking on like one example is I started to see, I woke up one night a few years ago and I saw the church here in Amsterdam and I saw a circle with 111 women dressed in red. And I was like, what is this? Like, how, like, I was just a little bit shocked with that vision. I was like, is that something I really like? 
am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. And I needed a few weeks to actually get used to the idea that that would potentially really happen. And I think it was a year later or so that I was actually standing in the church with 111 women dressed in red on International Mm -hmm. Women's Day, the surrender of the strong independent woman. And I started to realize through that vision that sometimes it's us following our resonance and through inspired action, we come to that next project or that next thing that wants to create itself in our lives. But sometimes it's on a random moment in the night where we cannot sleep and suddenly this vision comes to us, right? Mm -hmm. Suddenly that new project or that new direction comes to us and it's like, here, this is the next thing. I feel curious from this way around where visions start to find you if you have an example of a situation Uh, like that. Yes, I have a very good one. The only thing is for me, it took a lot longer than a few weeks, but um, I I knew I would be working with uh, tantric, kind of something tantric and sexual healing, actually f- since eight years. <laughs> so it didn't take me a few weeks, but quite some years. Uh, but it was also a knowing that came to me when I just had assisted a tantric bodywork training eight years ago, or yeah, around, around that time. And uh, it was a knowing that I'm going to work with this. And there was this huge, no, like, no way. (laughs) (laughs) It was... Yeah, it was just, I, I just needed to, to work through a lot of things inside myself before I was able to even accept this idea yes. that this may be a possibility of me doing this. And just the beginning of this year, I, again, the visions kept coming over the years. So that's really interesting. I do believe that, like you say, there are some things that are just part of your journey. And like I wrote in the post, how many detours you take is up to you and how many detours you need also. So because I wasn't ready eight years ago to do this work, but the visions kept coming, like kind of like keep knocking on the door and reminding you like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) forget the direction. And and then, yeah, the last visions came uh, the beginning of the year when I was in Egypt and it was just very powerful and a deep remembrance basically and and then also everything fell into place because then I felt yes I'm ready and then the teacher appeared like straight away and then I went like in in a few weeks I was there on Cyprus uh, studying this ancient incredible deep uh, healing modality and everything felt so wow like coming home and like I knew this already it was a remembrance and I was like Finally, and I had to go through so many layers myself before. So yeah, that's definitely one really big mm. example for me. That I have I a question. Yes, I have a question about this because I really resonate that in the beginning when we start to follow our resonance, it's questions like, does my body want tea or does my body want coffee? What feels good for my body, right? To follow what feels nourishing, what feels exciting, what feels like a yes. But then there are these moments in your life, and I really relate with this as well, and I'm sure the listeners as well, where life knocks on your door with something and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And yet these visions keep knocking on your door and it doesn't feel good. Like, you know, like choosing that cup of tea that feels good in the morning because uh-huh. something in your body says, oh, I'm not going to do this. How did you know that still this was meant to be done in your life? Because it didn't feel good. Like uh-huh. you would, you know, 
like start with practicing your resonance and follow what feels good. I relate with that. I also had some things in my life and they didn't feel good because they scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. So how did you know, like, because one thing you actually named already, you said they kept on repeating the visions. Mm -hmm. That's yes. an important one. Is there yeah. anything else that, that made you realize I think this is something that is going to be a part of my life or that is meant to be a part of my life. Yes, what comes to me now is that I feel through life, our our soul, our essence, I feel is always wanting to evolve and to grow and to to expand if you could say that expanding but that's another topic maybe but uh, I feel there's always opportunities coming to grow and you can choose them or not and I started to feel how it was for myself at least that it was already for so long knocking on my door and I went through so many things myself to get ready and at some point I felt the the calling of the soul if I can say it like that or yeah it was just becoming louder and louder and at some point the discomfort of not doing it became bigger mm. than the discomfort of doing it that's what it felt like I and I just that. felt yeah if you if you talk about fulfillment and that you know that's what at least what I what I aim for all the time to keep growing and to have a life that fulfills me at some point the calling starts to be so deep that you're not fulfilled anymore in what you do and then there's basically it almost feels like there's no other choice mm. if you want to keep having a fulfilling life that's what it feels like it was I love that that yeah so the discomfort of not doing it became bigger than the discomfort of doing it yes, yes. and I remember that's actually maybe we'll tap into that later if we talk about the mastermind but I remember that that was coming up during the mastermind that I was following with you as well that I felt mm. there was this part of me that so for so long already wanted to really like step into its truth and I was hiding for so long that that hiding just became so suffocating and so oh my god like you're not living fully yeah and if you aim all the time to live fully at some point the parts where you don't live fully yet they just become too tight and too much like uh. <laughs> yeah beautiful so you share because you joined you are soul leader mastermind was it may or march 2021 may yeah may yeah. 2021 yeah so that's a one like well over one and a half years ago so what do you mean is like you felt that you were hiding and you mm -hmm. felt that do you mean that during the mastermind you felt that the discomfort of not doing it became bigger than the discomfort of doing it mm, I feel it became much clearer then in that time and also some of the teachings you were giving they really made that clear for me like wow actually I'm creating more discomfort not doing it like it being not fully living my truth and I felt that much clearer Beautiful. in that time. Yeah. And unhiding was a big part of the mastermind as well. Like, yes. because yeah. it has been such a big part and still is in my journey where I just keep seeing parts of me that are hiding because it's more mm -hmm. comfortable to hide. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's also one of the, the months in the mastermind where we really focus on unhiding yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And that comes usually with a lot of discomfort. <laughs> it was a big yeah. one. Yes. It still is also for me. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I actually saw that you are still also going to the 
trainings of the mastermind. So do you want to share anything about that? Because I mm. I just love seeing that, that one and a half years later, you're still working yeah. with the training. Yeah, me too. I love it. It's like a whole library of, of amazing teachings that I can still access. And I can see now that at that time, it was one layer of the mm, unfolding, blossoming or coming out of me. And now I'm in a different layer. So I can go back again to some of the teachings that I felt, for example, then I wasn't ready yet to incorporate. So for example, now I feel much more ready to also like really professionalize my work and my website and my social media and all these things that in that time, I was still much more into my own personal processes of unhiding mm. and all this. And now when that's already a little bit more out there, I feel like, okay, now I'm actually, I have the space to to work much more on these practical things. And how do I actually set my business properly? Where do I start? So actually, I'm, I kind of start over again. And I Beautiful. see so many new gems again. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. What would you say the biggest gift has been for the, from the mastermind for you? I feel it was... In that time, it was really also kind of like the, the kick in the ass that I needed. Like, <laughs> yalla, I just came from Egypt, like, yalla, it's time, you know, come on. <laughs> like receiving a lot of really deep internal work, let's say, like transformational work. And at the same time, very practical things that you can do was really a push in the right direction for me that I needed, that I felt like I just wasn't able to do by myself in that time. Mm. Um, so that was a really big gift. Yeah, it just resonates so much with the way you teach and the way we have a lot of similar resonance in the way we work. Like I also resonate a lot with the temple work and the ceremonies and the deep inner work. And so that's that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That helped me a lot. And and being connected with a group of like-minded mm -hmm. women and supporting each other and having that platform, being in that journey together felt like a huge support. So yeah, yeah some things beautiful. you just, I feel more and more also like how, some things it's it's you don't need to do it all alone you know mm, you I can ask that. for support and connect with other people who go through similar experiences and yeah mm. that helped me a lot <laughs> beautiful yeah and just for the women that are listening there is a new round starting of the mastermind on the 9th of march And if you sign up before the 26th of January, you get access to two extra bonus calls. So we will have a bonus call in January and a bonus call in February. And then in March, we'll start our mastermind journey of six months in which Francis Sophia has been a part of that journey as well. Yeah, we'll put the link to the mastermind. And also, do you want to share a bit where women and men can find you? I'm always so much in the women language because I have mostly only women in my world when it comes to work but you also yes. work with men yes um, is there any like do you want to share anything where they can find you if they want to know more about you and your work yes definitely i have two websites because one is my own work and the other one is of my retreats in egypt that i host with another woman together and our next retreats are in march we have one for women and one for men so mm -hmm. that's really exciting and the website for that is www.amentirebirthretreat.com and I don't know if it will be posted on yes the, we'll link yeah. it yes and uh, the Instagram of that is at amentirebirthretreat and my own website currently is francisluzluz.com and my Instagram is at francis and then three underscores loose I'm in the process of changing my name 
into Sophia, which is a whole other story, but definitely links into the one of following your intuition and resonance and truth. So my, my website and everything will very likely change in the near future. But then if you follow me from, from, from what I mentioned now, you will just be updated about the changes in that. So Mm. we have the two retreats running in March and I have ongoing mentorships one-on-one and I'm based in the Netherlands at the moment and I offer therapeutic tantric bodywork. So if that's something that resonates, you can reach out as well. Beautiful. Amazing. We'll make sure that we link everything below. I want Mm. to thank you so much. Like I want to thank you so much for this post that initiated Mm. this whole conversation today and I wish you yeah the most amazing year with your work with your business with your mission all the beauty Mm -hmm. that you bring into the world thank you so Mm. much thank you so much for having me and for following your resonance from that post so that we created (laughs) yes yeah Yeah. many much beauty and fulfillment and joy for you as well in this new year and uh, let's follow the resonance (laughs) Mm. yes Mm. thank you thank you Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And as I was closing with Frances Sophia, she was sharing that the mastermind has been one of her best investments she ever made. And still a year and a half after she joined the program, she's still receiving so much value from it. Now, if this is sparking your interest, there is a new round starting of the You Are a Soul Leader Mastermind on the 9th of March. But if you sign up before the 26th of January, you receive access to two bonus calls one in january one in february where you can already start to connect with the soul of your business where you can already start to deepen your connection to your greatness and make yourself ready for 2023 to be that year where you show up more fully for your mission where you deepen the connection to your essence so that you can embody your essence so deeply and you naturally teach assist and inspire others from there the you are a soul leader mastermind is a place where we go into deep deep emotional and spiritual and energetic healing where we go through beautiful temples rituals and ceremonies but where there is also really practical step-by-step business trainings and tools that will help you to create a solid foundation in your business. The same foundation that helped me grow to my first 50k, to my first 100k and beyond that per year. And so if you are filling this pool, you are super welcome to sign up for the You Are a Soul Leader Mastermind by going to womenofancientfutures.com slash mastermind. If you have any questions about this six-month program with an amazing group of women, then feel free to reach out to me and we can briefly explore if and how this program can support you. This program also includes two one-on-one sessions of which actually in this current round many women said I don't even know what to ask you because this program is so complete I don't need any extra support in my one-on-one session. So just to give you an insight on the completeness that women experience in this six-month mastermind. Link is below. If you have any questions reach out and I would love to see you for the start of this uh, mastermind in 2023. Much love and see you next week.